0: up everybody welcome to the cover band confidential podcast the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in Atlanta Georgia I am Adam Johnson
1: here in Greensboro North Carolina I'm Dan Ray it's another week my friend another week has passed here's to that what do you got there? this is a uh, OZV uh, Zinfandel so it's, uh, it's quite nice what do you have there
0: got a terrapin hopsecutioner I do like a hopsecutioner yeah and yeah. a frosty mug Gotta love it because it's hot down here
1: do people in Atlanta actually call it Hotlanta? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Good to know.
0: And that'll do it for this week. We'll <laughs> <laughs> That's as informative as we can be so far. Yeah. Um, dude, quite an episode last week.
1: It really was. God, it really was. Boy, so much, to, so much to take away from that.
0: I um I listened back to it and then like immediately felt like compelled to do a bunch of things. Isn't that great? yeah sort of <laughs> it was it was it was simultaneously like oh I feel really inspired to do a bunch of really cool things and also I feel like I've been spinning my wheels and wasting time and resources on things that may not be quite as important mm. so um, time will tell on that but um, got a lot of great feedback about the episode and definitely pulled in some folks who may not necessarily think that a podcast like this is for them yeah and then just kind of show them well you know we cover lots of things I think you know, Cover Band Confidential is a great name for most people because they hear that and they go, okay, I understand this. Yeah. But I think that there are people in kind of like, I would say kind of overlap categories. Cover Band that Adjacent. Would... Yeah, so like your hired guns, your worship guys, like the kind of stuff that like a lot of musicians do who don't necessarily consider themselves cover artists, which we would, right. you know? Right. So it, it's, been, it's been cool to just, you know, see the you know the i guess the the general response out in out in the world for sure though for
1: sure it's awesome
0: and we i mean we closed out the biggest month we've had ever by like a lot startlingly large yeah so um you know we got the numbers in and you know this august was the biggest month we've had of this year even pre-shutdown yeah um by by a very sizable amount so welcome to all of our new listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully we will continue to give you good things for you to listen to. Yeah. So what have you been up to, man?
1: Well, uh, I mean, a few things. So um, in the week or so before our last episode, I actually had a gig. Whoa. I know. I had a gig. Totally crazy. What was that like? Crazy. It was totally crazy. Um, and it was uh, it was at a place we played before, Odin Brewing. And they've now, since we were last there, built this outdoor stage nice yeah and it's large and it's it's facing Finching. sort of a park uh a, a park-like area with um uh, picnic tables and it's, it's just it feels really good feels really good a lot of space and a lot of open air and uh taylor and i played there and it was it was just it was um it just reminded me what what why we do this
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, what it's for it's so weird. I haven't played with like other people in like a long time. Yeah, I don't even know what I, I'm. I'm like, there's a part of me that's like nervous about getting to do it again. Yeah, because it's just been so long. Yeah. Um. So one of it's funny. You know, I had been teasing this story about uh, I was stuff something I was going to share when we interviewed Finn, and then I totally forgot to mention it. But um. You know, we are, we've been going back and forth with a city uh, or kind of county government close by wanting to do uh, a drive in event, right. I think in October. And this, this isn't, an, it's an interesting deal. Like what they have asked for is they've asked for a weekend. So it wasn't like, are you available Friday or Saturday? It's like, we want you Friday and Saturday. Hmm. So my guess is because of the limited um, capacity they're going to hold the event two nights in a row. Um, and we're still, we don't have any of the details yet, but we've gotten a soft, a soft yes during like a global crisis. Doesn't hold a whole lot of water. No. But um, yeah, like we haven't sent a contract out, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that this might actually happen. Cool. Very good. Because they're doing all the right things. And, um, you know, for us, it, it would be a fun challenge because it would be two shows and, I don't, we'd have to ask them, but like my thought would be that we wouldn't do the same show two nights in a row. Mm. You would kind of give them maybe some overlap, but like somewhat different shows, you know? Yeah. Try to, try to, you know, put some variety in.
1: Sure. At least for the people who are working both nights.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I wanted to bring it up with Finn was when I, when they reached, first of all, they reached out to us via Instagram. Like we just got a DM like, hey, do you want to play this? And right. I was like, um, and I don't know about you guys. We don't get a whole lot of business inquiries through social media because we've got a website, and a, you know that's typically how we you know we bring our leads in. And so I switched her over to email. Like, hey, email me here. And I was like, how did you find us? And she goes, I started following you guys on Instagram. You guys have been posting funny stuff, and it just seemed like you guys would be a lot of fun. I was like, hey, there you go. So by you know, pardon my French, but like I've been doing nothing but like shit posts yeah. for the past you know, five months because there hasn't been anything else to post. And, um, it worked. Finn would be so proud. I know. So, you know, that's, um, that's what we ended up. That's how we ended up pulling, pulling these people in. And, you know, whether it happens or not, it's kind of beside the point at this, in this particular season. Um, the fact that we were able to draw that attention just from our social media was pretty cool. So it's great. Oh, we should have passed that along. Now. Yeah, that's very
1: great. Well, this show that I played was, was, awesome, was awesome as well. I haven't played um, guitar for three hours straight in months, and I cramped up real hard, second to last song, and my hand was like a claw for like half of it, like stretching it out and, you know, just trying to get through that. Um, and then, um, well, the other thing that happened was I had a massive gear failure that... Uh, if it had not been my only show for the whole darn time i would have ended the night just furious about just just it would have ruined the whole evening um my tc helicon voice live 3 was rebooting all night long i rebooted four or five times in my first six songs um, Yikes. and so at some point i was just like well i'm not using that anymore and i just bypassed it and was fine for the rest of the night um without harmonies of course uh, sure
0: did you find ever figure out what, what was happening?
1: I mean, I brought it home and plugged it in, and it was dead, kaput, dead. And I went on mm-hmm. um, Amazon, and I bought a replacement wall wart, hoping that that was what it was.
0: That was and that not, didn't work either?
1: Not what it was. So I know a guy who can probably get into it, and most likely it's the power jack inside is broken. Mm. Um, and so I will do that. And in the meantime, I have bought a replacement that is here today and that I've been playing with this afternoon. So.
0: Did you get the same one? Did you end up getting like, the newer
1: model? Like, what did you end up... I got the Voice Live 3 Extreme, which is slightly newer, a um, little bit more memory, better looper, and uh, can play tracks right out yeah. of it. I don't really need that, but it, it can do it. Um, uh, just because I found one on, on Reverb that was open box, I think, and so it was kind of a deal. Um, Sweet. I've, it's the kind of thing I've always wanted a backup of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just, I've just only ever been single threaded on it. So I will probably get my other one repaired and run it as the backup. Right. And, uh, we'll be back in business. Yeah. That things a big is in it. It's large. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, not as big as the helix for sure, but, but it's, it's pretty chunky.
0: Yeah. I, I've looked at those and I've got the, um, the voice live, uh, GTX, mm-hmm. the one that has the modeling built in, but like I immediately went in and got rid of all the amps and just because what you basically do is you can reload all of the presets for just the vocals and leave the guitar stuff out. Right. Uh, they have a, you know, they had a, a bundle of that on their website. Um, because that's the only way I'm using it. I'm just using it for acoustics and stuff. But, um, I would love to hear your thoughts around the, um, the extreme because, uh, it's definitely an interesting idea. Yeah. It has the bells and whistles and it does them in a better way. Cause like, I'm just not a, I don't like, the looper I don't use the looper in the voice live because I don't particularly like it. It's kind of hard to operate. Yeah. So,
1: well, it's a, it's a three, three channel looper and one of them has twice as much capacity as the other two. So you can, you can build really complex stuff with it, but I've never invested the time to figure that out. So sure. You yeah. know.
0: I know that they, they've announced some like smart, looper like one of the little do, do whatever it's I don't remember what the the little guy's called um, but it's like an intelligent looper so you can put like a two bar loop on an eight bar loop and it will like figure out how to like how to how to lay it out the right way, that kind of thing
1: I need one that knows when to push its button at the right time because that's my problem. I can't ever push <laughs> gotta, the button at the right time it's
0: I, that one is supposed to do that. um huh? I don't think it's out yet. I know they announced it and I saw the 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 video for it either' it's complete vaporware <laughs> and, you know, it was too good to be true or it's really neat
1: and it's a helicon
0: yep, but it's like I think it's 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 just a single like a single pedal, like a one button looper yeah cool some um, some doodads Hard to go wrong? Hey, man, we love us some doodads, don't we? We do.
1: We were talking about making a gear section of the show with like a talk. Gear talk. Some kind of audio stinger. We obviously haven't
0: done that yet. We have not done that. We might at some point. But I don't know if that's even what people want, you know, for... Dan and I can't just leave well enough alone. Like I know that there's people here that are like, I like the way that you guys do this and that's fine. But we're like, yeah, but what else can we do?
1: Yeah. You like it? How about if we mess with it?
0: Yeah. And maybe that's what, you know, maybe that is something that we need to do, but we don't know. We don't have- you can tell us. We are again shockingly available. It's true. Send us a DM on any of our social media. Email us coverbandconfidential@gmail.com or fill out the form on coverbandconfidential.com. You will hear from one of us, guaranteed, in a probably in a not long amount of time. Not at all.
1: Not at all. Should we segue into the conversation I had with a listener? Is that are you are you teeing me up for that?
0: Uh, yes. That perfect. De- yes. Perfect. Because we're professional. Yeah, it would That's have
1: it. been so much slicker if I had not pointed out the teeing up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ruins the...
0: We're, we're usually pretty good about that, Yeah, not bad. I would say. Bad. Even if we accidentally do something right.
1: Yeah. Speaking of people who are shockingly available, Steve Witchells in the comments. What's up, Steve?
0: What up, Steve? Brother?
1: Um and brother? Uh, we're all
0: available right now, man. Yeah,
1: and stick with that PT, brother. It's, it's, it's what know, it yeah, takes to get your arm fixed.
0: I know that's a real... <sighs> brutal. A real boon whatever that thing's called. It's not good. Doggle? I was going to say boondoggle, but I don't think that's the right use of that term. But who's to say? Anywho. Anywho.
1: Um, So this week I was reached out to by a um, random person on Facebook uh, named Dan McDermott. And Dan is a um, a newish listener. Um, And he is also the editor-in-chief at a newspaper, um, Frederick County Report um, in Virginia. Front Royal, Royal, Virginia. Um, And uh, um, he's been catching up. From zero. And so, um, and look, it kind of reached out to say like, when does it get sad? I don't want to listen to the COVID report. Like, <laughs> you know, replaying, yeah, replaying the tragedy and fast forward is just not, not a thing he was into. Um, but we had an interesting conversation because, um, he is a DJ really, he's a, he's a karaoke DJ mainly. And he's shifting over into sort of acoustic performance and acoustic, um, um, acoustic karaokeing as well, sort of what I've been doing and, um, reached out to say, like, if you were going to build that business from scratch, what's the approach you'd take? Yeah. Um, and you know, it was, it's a good question because I did not build mine from scratch. I leveraged my band, mm mm-hmm. um, but, you know, he's starting from gear, he's starting from contact, he's starting from how to put lyrics on a screen in front of somebody who's singing, yep. uh, just all of that. And um, so it's been really interesting to chat with him. It, you know, so that's kind of the question I wanted to raise for us, Adam, if you were, if you were coming from nothing. Oh, and by the way, he, he's played guitar for about three months. Oh, okay. Right? And the good news, of course, is for when <laughs> the, the bar is pretty darn low, actually, lower than we think for the most part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know if you were going to start that business up from nothing. Cause it, it's a relevant question a few months from now, probably. Yeah. Um, what would, what would be your approach?
0: So I would say like the solo acoustic thing I didn't do on the back of anything other than just myself, mm. you know, I didn't tie anything to the projects that I'm currently doing. And it was something that I had done a long, long time ago where I had no infrastructure. It was just like, I had a guitar and I had like a songbook with some lyrics in it. Um, and it was all paper and stuff. And that's what I did in college. I didn't have a PA. I didn't have any gear because I played at one bar and I played there every couple of weeks and they had all the gear there. I literally walked in, plugged my guitar in, did my thing, collected my tips and went to crystal. Um, <laughs> that was, that was my routine. Um, so when I decided to get back into it, you know, I had to, I had to do some stuff. Um, so it, I ended up buying that, um, that Turbosound rig. I had, I had the acoustic guitar. Um, I got in the, I don't remember when I got the voice live. I feel like the voice live was something I got for the band and then realized that because of all the dynamic processing stuff, um, using it with the live band wasn't really feasible because it was trying to gate symbols and stuff and yeah. caused all sorts of weird feedback. Yeah. So it was just sitting in a corner somewhere. Um, so, I think things that you need to get is you need an iPad of some kind. You need some way to mount said uh, device onto a mic stand. Uh, you need a good mic. You need a good guitar. You need some sort of sound pushing device. Um, and you need some good marketing material. I think marketing material is, is the, the real crux of this situation. Um, you know, find a way to record yourself. Uh, a couple of months ago, I had posted just a literal, just bold live stream uh, from my basement onto our YouTube channel to kind of show people this is a way to promote yourself. And then, you know, about a week later, I posted the quote-unquote professional one, um, which was shot way better and used sweetened live audio and that kind of thing. And um, you know, I think those are the two things that you need to do. I, those are things you need to prioritize mm-hmm. because. you can have a business card and you should have business cards, but like your promo video is your business card for the majority of the people that need to hire you. Yeah. And, you know, because he's got, he's got a bit of a network. If he's a karaoke DJ, he might be able to, to make those, um, those ends with his existing network, which is, you know, not to be, uh, sneezed at because, you know, who, you know, is everything. Oh, it's the most valuable thing for sure. So I, you know, I would say get a solid video of, again, just playing to your strengths. It doesn't have to be super technical. It doesn't need to be super impressive. Just find the things that, find the songs that you do the best, string five to 10 of them together in 10 to 30 second increments into like a tight promo under three minutes. Put your contact info on it and uh, put it up somewhere and shoot links to people. That's basically it. I think the only
1: thing that I would add to that is that for, an for an acoustic, for a karaoke accompanist, yeah, which is fundamentally what, what I have been doing, um, the depth of your book is really critical. Yeah. And, um, for me, um, the last version of my book that I put out had just over 400 songs. Now, um, I'm helped by a few things. I have a pretty darn good musical memory, not lyrics, but music. Sure. Um, I have an iPad that can cue me for the lyrics and the chords. Um, and I have an audience that is there to have a blast and drink, and they don't, like, the precision of my cover is not a concern.
0: That's not why they're there. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, you know, my, my um, <laughs> people look at the book and say, oh my God, you know all of these? And I'd say, well, approximately. Yeah. Yeah, I mostly know them. Or, or I can, I can, um, I can, express what I recall them sounding like when I heard them on the radio when I was 14.
0: Right. Like, I mean, Margaritaville's on my list and I've, I play it regularly, but I don't know if I necessarily know Margaritaville.
1: I think that's one, that's one of those ones that there's like a lot of latitude for.
0: It just kind of comes out. Yeah, it does. And you know, the verses may not line up hundred percent all the time. Right. I definitely started that song and go, what's the first, what, what's, Flipped and on like, a step top on sponge cake. That's that's how it starts. Nibbling on, yeah. They're all yeah. They all start start with very strange phrases. Don't know the reason. Blew up my flip flop. Like they're all very. They're all kind of you know. Yeah. Well, they're they're all Jimmy Buffett songs.
1: I will confess that's really the only Jimmy Buffett song I'm very familiar with.
0: I did. In high school, I did we did some sort of event and it was like Jimmy Buffett themed and I played percussion with a trio that played a bunch of um, Jimmy Buffett tunes. So I, I learned at least, I don't know, 12, 15 of them.
1: On drums? Drum kit?
0: No, like bongos. Oh, oh. Like percussion. Um, I've never played bongos. It seems to me like a very fakeable instrument. If you have rhythm... You are a bongo player.
1: <laughs> doesn't take much more than that.
0: It, it doesn't. Other than, you know, you kind of get used to like the blood rushing to your mm. fingertips. I will you say I've, I've, how to, I've seen some know.
1: real bongo players who, you know, I would not talk down on their musical chops, uh, no. to, you know, at all. But I think you and I could be baseline competent as a bongo bongo players probably without a whole lot of effort.
0: Yeah, so like in Atlanta we've got this whole like film industry. And if somebody was like, I need a bongo player to do background in this shot, I would feel like one hundred percent confident stepping into that role. Totally, totally. Yeah, I'm with you. And you know, feeling like I could do, you know, better than like ninety percent of anybody else. Sure.
1: Just on the strength of your innate rhythmic chops.
0: Yeah. Music musicy, you know, knowledge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The bigness of your ears.
0: Right. So, you know, it, and that's kind of a good point about the the approach. Um, I know I've, I've had some friends that have tried to do the live band karaoke situation, and um, they were going into it with tracks and really wanting to kind of like, you basically have two options as a karaoke project. You can either, the song is the song, and you're coming along with us, or you are the um, you're like the five-year-old soccer team and it's just like a arm situation. You're just going wherever the singer is going. And right. this, so the singer's the ball. Yeah. And then you are, you are the, you are the, the kids. Uh, I, my, my karaoke
1: accompanist uh, career has been probably a little of both. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some, somewhere between, and, and a lot of it, you know, for sure when I was doing the live acoustic, like a big part of my job was to like, uh, you know, kind of lead them into all right, The verse is starting now. Let's go. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. You, you're you're kind of the you're the shaman of the the operation. You were the guide. You were the Sherpa. Yeah, and, um, there's a there's a great marketing book called Building a Story Brand. Hmm. Um, if you've never checked, actually, I'll shoot you a link to it because I think you'll really like it. Okay. I've got the audio book, um, but the whole the whole idea behind their marketing is that you basically want to, like, treat your brand like it's a movie. And the thing that everybody screws up is that brands want to build themselves... If, if you were making a movie about your brand, you would instinctually want to build your brand as the hero of the movie, right? Mm. But what they're saying is is that, no, what you need to do is you need to make... The, the customer is the hero, right. and you're the guy. Because yep. that's how most movies work. You know, the hero you know, runs into a conflict and then meets a guide who helps them succeed. Yes. Like that's, that's the typical arc. Yep. And if you posit yourself as the guide and you put your customer in the hero role, then, you know, you build more loyalty and it's easier to, you know, sell them things and that kind of thing. Sure. Well, and they want to be the hero. Well, who doesn't? Yeah.
1: You know, if you want them to have a joyful purchasing experience, you make it be their story,
0: not yours. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you that. Like it's, it's a good one. So if, if anybody's looking for something to read, Building a Story Brand um, is a fantastic book. You should check it out.
1: Good. The, other, the other thing that Dan pointed out, Dan McDermott, um, our new listener, pointed out, um, I guess he's building tracks um, for some songs, and he pointed out that uh, a lot of karaoke version tunes are um, not great, not no. fantastic.
0: Some are okay,
1: but... Uh, the
0: typically what I would look at is is how long it's been on the site. The, the longer it's been on the site, the worse they tend to be. Yes. Um, One thing I will say about them is that they do update stuff. <laughs> and so if, you, if they put something out and it just gets like dogged as far as ratings go, they will redo it and they will repost it. I've gotten a number of notifications where like, hey, remember that song you bought that you couldn't use because it sucked? Well, now it's better. Um, it's good. So I will give them that and, and the stuff that they're putting out now, like if you go into the recently added, whatever is up there on the recently added, that's been in the past couple of years is like, is really, really great. Especially the pop stuff. It's shockingly accurate. and Very, very good. That's good. Do
1: you still hear the, the, um, check or the, whatever the Eastern European accent in this, in the vocals?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where, that's where they're sourcing yeah. all of this music from. Yeah. But they're getting their act together. Yes,
1: yeah, that's good. They have not replaced the one that I complained about, which was um, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Their version, their recording of Owner of a Lonely Heart is missing the walk-up into the, the synth hit walk-up into the solo.
0: The, the, yep. Yep. Just, the singer does that.
1: It doesn't happen in their version. Okay. At all. So...
0: I have that, by the way. I've got the whole thing.
1: I think every time we brought this up so far, you have mentioned that you have that. I don't yet have it I from it you, you, so I need to I need to deal with that. Apparently,
0: yeah. And it doesn't have that part. It doesn't have the singer part, but it's got all the other stuff.
1: Well, there's there's synth stuff happening underneath that too, right? That walk up is synth and vocal in it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I've got all the, <laughs> prank, all that stuff. It's in there.
1: Blah, blah, blah. That's that's <laughs> the important part.
0: Actually. I was, I was messing around with the uh, with my Helix and found the Owner of a Lonely Heart factory preset. It's a, good, it's a
1: pretty good preset.
0: Good. Yeah. So I just sat there. Like, my favorite riff in that song is actually the one that goes over the, um. I'll call it the the bridge, the Doom, 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 Doom. Yeah. That part. That's one of my favorite ones to play. And I did it. It's got like just like that Oxiver over it. Yeah. Owner of a Lonely Heart. Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yeah, really, really that part. Good. And then you do the key change at the end. It's all great. It's a great tune. What's not to like?
1: Only that that part's missing from karaoke version.
0: Womp womp. So yeah, I would say, um, I think I think you kind of nailed the whole repertoire thing. Repertoire is key. But you know, you know what would be a great asset for somebody who's looking to start that kind of thing? What's that? A beta membership to setlister.ai. That's
1: true. That's true. So yes, that's true
0: know-how and all of the research and data that you've, uh, compiled and, you know, judged to, uh, figure out what the, uh, you know, what's happening. I've
1: judged it. That's really true.
0: For sure. Yeah. I saw that you sent out a bunch of, um, beta invites. I
1: did. I've had about a dozen people take me up on, uh, uh, beta codes. Most of them were, um, came and looked at a couple pages and I haven't seen them yet. So uh, they haven't been back. So I'm going to email that batch of people again. Um, The, um, I did get some real good, um, activity and feedback out of your buddy, Tom Blair.
0: Yeah, dude. Tom's a man.
1: Regular listener. And yeah. And very much the man, um, and a fine cul-de-sac artist (laughs) these days. Um, and, uh, he spent, you know, it's, I have a little dashboard where I can, I can see the logs happening on a graph and I can see when somebody hits it and comes in and kind of what they're doing. And, um, so I was, I saw him hit part of it and I hit him up on. Facebook Messenger's like, hey, te- what? make sure you let me know what you're thinking, man. Um, it's good. But so, you know, those of you who um, have, who took me up on one of those beta accounts, please, sp- if you get a sec, spend a little more time on that and let me know what you think. It's um, it's interesting. Um, the one thing that I've added since I last talked about it here is a segue assistant. Okay. So the idea is you would go through the, either the chart or the search and favorite some songs And then you come into the segue system and pick one of your songs. And then you can search for other songs that are um, within a certain BPM range. And either the same key or the relative major minor or Mm -hmm. the same root in the alternate major minor. um, And build a list. You actually can click on song titles and build a little list of segueable songs. And um, I think it's pretty cool. I have surfaced some ways to move through some tunes that I like a lot that, that I hadn't considered before. So um, very cool. Yeah, it's fun.
0: And just so the listeners know, this is definitely, this is a 100% Dan Ray original project. <laughs> well, um, you know, we've been talking about it a lot just because I think it's fascinating and, and super interesting, but this isn't necessarily joint venture at, at this moment. This is a 100% Dan Ray uh, joint at this time.
1: At some point we may open the marketing floodgates and I'll bring you to, to assist with that, but uh,
0: we'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, we'll see. Anyway. When, whenever, Dan, whenever Dan calls into the podcast, he's, I'm calling in Rich. <laughs> uh, i out. Yeah.
1: Find yourself another sucker. Because I'm, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Um, yeah.
1: Honestly, if I called in Rich, I would just be like, all right, Adam, we're putting out an episode a day. So get on board.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you'd have to put me on retainer or something. Well, I yeah, know. I would if I was rich. That Sounds great to me. Yeah. So, so everybody check out setlister.ai. Let's let's do this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there were, what else we were, we were talking about a couple of other things when we were, uh, pre-gaming this, uh, this week. Um, I think
1: that that covered it. I will tell you, uh, I now have clobbered your face with the, uh. Get oh, back no. to you there we go on the live stream you do that? well i just i went to look at our chat where we had chatted and that does cover everything we said we were going to chat here here's a fun thing here's actually a a, a a fun thing that um i was unprepared to have happen this week as you may recall last year my band won um best band best cover band in the triad yeah triad being the area of three cities here that i live in and i won best guitarist and best musician in the triad in this, um, the paper, the local you did. arts uh, weekly um, does an annual best of. So this year's best of came out. And since we kind of swept it last year, and by the way, we won best vocalist, best guitarist, and best drummer and best bassist because we were playing hard and gaming the system in some clever ways. Um, so this year we decided since we swept it, we'll just, we'll just sit back this year. You don't need to, yeah. you know. So the band that won best cover band in the triad is... Cover band, confidential listener, Paul Shoes, band Spindle
0: 45. Spindle 45.
1: Yep. yep. Friends,
0: Congratulations, guys. Friends
1: of the pod. So, congrats for that. Um, here's This is hilarious. I won um, runner up, so third place, for best karaoke DJ. Okay. Which I think is hilarious because I didn't even know I was nominated. <laughs> um, but it's an honor. It's an honor. And I don't think of myself as a karaoke DJ at all, but I guess I am. So. Hey, man. Yeah.
0: It's the, uh, when when, there's so many things where like people just kind of stumble into these, uh, into these careers have greatness thrust upon them, I guess. Yeah, you did it. it. You done did. (laughs) Um, another thing that happened, uh, to me this week is, uh, I, um, we got, uh, reached out to on the cover band confidential Facebook account by a guy named Ernie Daniels who is uh also a fairly new listener who's been kind of cramming he's up to about episode 50 um just just going through it um and they've his band uh has just rebranded they're called the exchange they're up in canada vancouver specifically and um they sent me a link to one of their live streams um just to kind of say hey what do you think and i i was i looked through it and it it was really really impressive um so they're doing the live stream in, in the room. So they're all in the same room, but everybody's got their own camera and there's a little bit of live audio and there's a little bit of like direct audio. Um, but their singer is this, this blonde gal who is a Berkeley grad and they sounded great. And the, uh, the music was very, very unique. They kind of, they went, they did everything from like Boston to like the weekend. It was like, yeah, (laughs) it's great. <laughs> it was, it was very broad, Good. but it sounded really cool. And, um, I had told him, I was like, Hey, I don't know if you've made it too far into this, but we, we do offer consulting and coaching and that kind of thing. So if you, if you wanted us to, you know, to dig into some stuff, we do offer that. And, and I don't think we talk about that a whole lot. Um, but it's a, it's an option on our Patreon. It's something that you can reach out to us on our website. You can just hit us up directly. So if that's something that you are interested in, you can definitely hit us up about, um, digging into your content and your stuff and we can uh tell you what we think about it true maybe at some point we we go back to doing the every once in a while we do a band coaching episode yeah it'd be fun because those were fun Mm -hmm. i had a good time doing those and i would say that like we could go back and revisit them and say hey how have you been doing but like everybody's doing terrible so maybe not (laughs) Right, right maybe get a couple more under our belts after things go back to normal yeah
1: yeah
0: cool sweet. I think it was a nice, I think we, had nice little arc. I think we covered it. Um, so I'm leaving, uh, to go to Nashville tomorrow, spending the weekend up there for my birthday. Sweet. Um, got some friends up there and actually a couple of the, uh, podcast listeners hit me up and said, Hey, um, if you have time, we'd love to meet up. So it's not gonna be like a big deal, maybe just a one or two people, but you know, if you're in the Nashville area and you want to, uh, say, Hey, or whatever, um, you can, DM me personally, or hit us up on the, uh, on the Facebook page, just DM us. So it'd be cool to see y'all. And, uh, that's basically it. I think that's it. Once again, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, all of our new listeners. I hope that this is good stuff for y'all. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out this whole, you know, situation. Some of us are playing back. Some of us don't feel comfortable yet. It's all about your process, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Um, but hang in there, it will come back eventually. We just need to weather the storm and we're all in this together. And if you want to just complain on on the Facebook group, that's kind of what it's there for. Let it rip. We will definitely indulge you in that. But uh, I'll go ahead and call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam
1: Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been
0: listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 118. Have a great week.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice Facebook.com slash Confidential, Instagram at Coverbank Confidential, and Twitter at Coverbank Confid. If you have any questions, please email us at coverbandconfidential Confidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Confidential. And for more info, check out www.coverbankconfidential.com.